Hey, thanks for checking out today's Foot in Review. We couldn't make this show without you and your fantastic support. But if you fancy going one step further, why not check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash foot in review. We offer a range of rewards and benefits with all levels receiving Discord access and episodes of the show without this very advertisement. However, we understand that times are tough, and if you can't back us financially, then simply spreading word of the show or leaving us a review wherever you listen will be super appreciated as it will help us grow. A big thank you to our Skybox holders for this episode, Amma, Nick, Daniel and Artyom. Now, let's get back to today's Foot in Review. Yes, hello footies. FIFA 23 is here. Well, kind of here. Yes, the web app is live as we record this around about 8 o'clock on Wednesday night. We have got a lot to get into. EA released a pitch notes, which we'll be going through in detail. Plus, we'll be talking through our early thoughts, having seen the very first batch of content on said web app. Joining me to do so is the man known as Talking Foot. It is John. John, good evening. Hey, Dan. Thanks for having me on, mate. Yeah, and I should say as well, I'm Dan Wimbush, otherwise known as Wimby. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, welcome to our fair show. John, I am well. I am excited. Uh, it was, uh, you know, I think we all had that sort of kind of waiting period. Six o'clock hit and the web app wasn't live. 6.30 hit, the web app wasn't live. Was it the servers? Was it this? Was it that? And then around about 6.45 UK time, it went live. We were able to log in pick our initial leagues, pick our badges and whatnot. And, you know, I think the, the best question I can ask you is, are you hyped and are you excited? I was hyped. Couldn't wait to get on like everybody else. Clicking, refreshing, refreshing, checking Twitter, gets in, Discord. I'm like, up, jumps in, does my bits and pieces. And now I'm a little bit flat. <laughs> what about yourself? I, do you know what? Very, very similar. You know, it was like, great, I'm in. I, I, I've got the girls to myself tonight. My wife is away overnight. So I had to go through all of the bedtime rigmarole, uh, bedtime stories, baths and everything like that. So I was kind of in a little, little, little way glad that the web app wasn't live because I didn't have that FOMO of seeing everybody being like, oh, I've got this, that and the other. So thankfully, um, my eldest, like, I was just in the middle of the uh, bedtime story when people, when my phone started buzzing. So finished that story quickly <laughs> and um, <laughs> I logged on, picked my team. And I think like you, you know, it's, it's super exciting. But then when you actually open everything and then you're like, oh, that's it. So uh, spoiler alert, folks, I did not pack anything amazing. My best pull, I think, was uh, Anti Martial, who I've now discovered is low, low work rate. <laughs> what was the highlight of your uh, starter pulls? It was the left back from Manchester United. I can't pronounce his name. Um, let me have a quick peek again. It is, is it Malachia? Malachia? Yeah, uh, if you say that, I'm happy with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with him. So I went um, Netherlands for league um, and obviously he came out as one of my Netherlands players. And um, yeah, I got um, a couple of Ajax kits which are up for sale, and a Man United badge, which is up for sale. So I can't complain with that side of things, but that is my standout player, Malachia. Yeah, I think my uh, my best pulls, I said, were getting a Liverpool badge, a Spurs, a Spurs home kit and an England away kit, uh, which if you had listened to the trading show that I did with Shack Attack that was released yesterday for our patrons at supporter tier and higher, 
uh, you will know why that is a very good thing. And look, and that's why I did listen to that. And that's why there we go. Ajax home and away and Man United kit badge. Even though my beloved St. Johnston badge appeared, it was like, (gasps) oh, I can't take it. Oh, no. That's the dilemma. (laughs) Yep. So that is that is the dilemma. Well, you you you've you've gone for, you've gone for the coins over loyalty, and I I can appreciate that. Trust me, I'll pick a St Johnston badge up for two hundred coins shortly because there's very few of us fans. Oh well, yeah, I'm going to be uh, hunting for a Reading badge early doors because usually they're about five k because it's like a silver pack and nobody's opening anything silver. Of course. So uh, be interesting to see when that pops up. But look, plenty to get into. We've got a first team of the week out. We've obviously got the web app and all the initial SBCs. But just before the web app went live, um, or around about the same time, EA actually released a what they're calling the foot launch update pitch notes, uh, which you can find, again, just go to the pitch notes page. But uh, a few things that kind of we already knew. There's lots of stuff on, you know, clarifying exactly when the early access is. It is nothing different uh, to what we expected uh, the confirmed team of the week will be September the 21st, which is today through to the 28th. So Wednesday to Wednesday as normal, and then the team of the week too. Uh, but however, John, they've init- they've made a, you know, they've already laid their cards on the table in terms of promos, saying how, you know, the World Cup is going to impact everything. So they're going to be adjusting things accordingly. And the first thing is ones to watch, because we've been used to this ones to watch being a two-week promo. But this year, John, it's just the one week. Yeah, I saw that and starting on the 30th of September. So, yeah, interesting. Yep. So, again, my dates have been all over the place to the point where I forgot it was Wednesday today and I uh, forgot my daughter's PE kit. So I had to you know, go to the go to school twice, um, <laughs> such as such as the, the joys of parenting. Um, so I think I think through, I think Monday's through us all. Indeed. So, but my I think I'm right in saying that is next Friday. Ones to watch will release the 30th. Yes. Excellent. Glad I'm, I'm still got some brain cells firing. And so, yeah, it's going to be just one week. However, they are throwing in the old fashioned mini release and that will again be on a Sunday night. So we'll get the first bulk of the team out on next Friday, September the 30th. And then we'll get this mini release on October the 2nd. They will all then be in packs through till October the 7th. Last year, it tended to be three or four players in the mini release, whether that might be slightly boosted because of the, you know, the amount of transfers. I mean, usually we're used to seeing, you know, there was the best part of what, 25, 30 odd ones to watch last year, wasn't there? Yeah, um, I'm sure there'll be loads because there's been a lot of big movements. It'll just depend where they draw the cap because let's be honest, nobody from Reading or St. Johnson's going to get in a one to watch. But um, yeah, it'll be really good to see. And we get our, those that pre-ordered, the ultimate, will get your one-to-watch player when it kicks off on the 30th of September, which I think is quite good. Yep, absolutely. So then you've got obviously got the choice. You can either open it then, or you can wait until the second, wait until the Sunday night, and you will get those teams in, uh, the, sorry, those players, should I say, in the mini-release. And I think generally, John, it's just, you know, I think it's, the thing I would say is just, just hold on, unless you are really desperate to get deep into the game and, you know, I would just wait those. Ex- I know it's really hard, but I would wait those 72 hours. Yeah, um, I think I would as well, just because there's potential to be more. But I suppose it's about who's going to be in that mini release. Will that be the creme de la creme? Or will that just be, I hate using the word fodder. So, But I think it's just worth waiting till the 2nd of October and opening them. Well, I think I've got Daniel Marlin, um, who barely got an upgrade last year in my ones to watch. So... I can't. The only way is up for this year. 
Well, you say that, but I think I've not had a decent one in four years, three years. Yeah. Mm, maybe the only way is up then. Hope. It, 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 <laughs> it is the hope. It is the hope that uh, that kills you. That as they say. But look, this will be our year, John. And they have changed things with ones to watch as well. Again, recognizing the fact that the World Cup is going to throw a spanner in the works. Um, they have moved. So last year we saw the whole introduction of the. I think it was winning five of the first ten games would get a plus one. This year, it is going to be three out of eight, which for all but the, the weakest clubs in that ones to watch class would mean you'd pretty much expect everybody almost to get that plus one. Well, that would depend when... Yeah, okay, let, let's be... That launches in October. When's the World Cup kickoff? Because the uh, end, of, end of November, isn't it? It was it was two months two months yesterday. The World Cup kicks off, so twentieth of November. I suppose so. From that point of view, you're looking at five or six weeks of normal football before you go to World Cup mode. So you need to win three. You need to win half those games. So. Yeah, I, I think for the for the for the main players and the most meta oh, yeah. of the players will we'll be getting the Haaland or something like that. Then yeah, sure, yeah, yeah upgrades in the bank excellent excellent and also don't fear that the world cup will halt these guys progress because they've also said that they'll get an extra upgrade tied to the world cup what's called nations to watch and again we've touched on this in other shows it's been rumored it's been confirmed now so if their team wins a single game and it doesn't even matter if they're at the world cup so if if this article even says if they're sat watching from home they still get a plus one so you know, should, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a, a player who's not going to go to the World Cup. Oh, my mind's gone completely blank. Casemiro, there you go. Should Casemiro not be in the Brazil team, be sat at home, but Brazil win a game, he will still get a plus one. Because so his nation wins, yeah. That's that's he, good. Yeah, it should hopefully make the ones to watch a little bit more uh, exciting. I think every year that I've played foot so far, they're really hyped, but so few actually ever seem to keep up with the power curve. I think Messi was maybe one last year, but I remember a lot of people were so hyped about that Cristiano Ronaldo wants to watch, and he took a long, long time to get anything. Yeah. They'll they'll have the rationale behind it, but there sometimes seems they don't want the top-end cars to power ahead too fast. So you sometimes think those that do deserve it are held back a little bit. But is that just me being cynical? I don't know. So. No, no, I do, you do you do tend to notice it. They don't, you know, it's team of the week has never been fair. There's always been these kind of unofficial rules in there. You know, you never see someone in team of the week in two weeks in a row. You know, so Erling Haaland at the start of this season, you could probably have argued could have been in team of the week every single week. Yeah. But you know he would have got in there maybe once. Because otherwise, like you say, they just run away with a power curve. So that has our kind of tie. So you do have some sympathy. Absolutely, they've got to they've got to balance it. But sometimes there's people you think are deserving of team of the week, and are nowhere near it. So, yeah. And one of the uh, so we're talking about the power curve. One of the more maligned features that we've seen in recent years, and we've all lamented it on this show. Now you have, and I from speaking to Chris, it's one of the big his bugbears is team of the week, John, and they have recognised the fact that team of the week needs a little bit of a refresh. Uh, we saw the introduction of the featured team of the week last year, but that kind of fell a bit flat because it just turned out that it was basically 72 red cards getting boosted to like 81, 82, maybe like 84, even in like April. 
Uh, and this year they've recognized that and they're giving those boosts a little bit higher. Uh, so the example they've given is that a 74 could go, for example, to an 84. But the key thing is as well is they've said they might super boost certain stats, including things like stamina. And also, even more interestingly, they might get skill move and weak foot upgrades as well. Which is really good. That's if they're in that featured, isn't it? So that's the one that got the wee star. They were the, the pick of the team of the week. Yeah, exactly. So kind of actually making it a special pick uh, rather than just something, you know, totally benign and uh, and pointless. And that the very first guy to receive that in this team of the week is Traore, the right back playing for, I think it's Ren, isn't it? He got uh, a road to the Europa Conference card last year that was awesome. Yeah. And he's been boosted all the way up to an 85 to wow. start. I'm not sure what his... Uh, I'm just double-checking what his base card was. Um, so his base card was an 80-rated card. So he's got a plus five from that first team of the week, which, uh, again, is a, a nice, encouraging sign for this feature to come. Yeah, that's brilliant. So, yes. So we will see. We will see how that pans out. They've also recognised on a similar note that player of the months can be a little bit underpowered when they get boosted as well. So they've again sort of said that they they might be getting extra boost to normal and other things like weak foot and skill move upgrades as well. Um, they're saying, you know, we look to find the balance between how players performed on the pitch and making their items feel special in foot. If a player goes on to secure a further player of the month award, these updates will carry through to their next player of the month item. So uh, Christopher Nakunku would probably be what seven star weak foot seven star skill move based yeah. on that. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's how they get around that. Otherwise, yeah, these guys would be five star, five star, and a blink. So, in another, what I would say is probably almost unanimously popular move. Uh, the heroes have been announced. They've confirmed that there'll be twenty one additional heroes. The, these pitch notes say that they will be in packs from the start. Starting at launch of Foot 23 on September the 30th. So I'm a little bit confused. Does that mean Foot is not live now? But anyway, according to the pitch notes, these will be in packs from the 30th, the base version of the card. So those exotic looking Marvel hero cards are the boosted versions of these hero cards. Yes, that's the hero pack that you'll get. Yes. So having seen the likes of Yaya Torre's card, being touted in the superhero moniker. He's actually got a base hero card, the same way that, you know, the juiced up heroes we saw towards the end of FIFA 22, you know, had icons, base icon, you know. Yes, exactly. So they'll be in packs from just over a, just over a week's time of, you know, a week on Friday. And the the main crowd pleasing element is they don't have those superhero uh, appearances in game. You will just get a nice regular card. Yeah, but also did you read that bit, Dan? Right, um, base versions of the heroes will be available in packs for the entirety of the foot product cycle. So yeah. I read that right, that your base could be all year at the same time as your hero juiced ones. So you mean it. I'm not sure about that. I just I would just imagine that it will work the same way when we saw like foot hero captains and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, just for a particular promo. So I imagine that the World Cup heroes will just be in packs throughout the World Cup. And then they'll get replaced because, you know, you were still able to pack a, a base hero Solshire. I think I packed him in one of my final packs of the year um, a couple of weeks ago. So <laughs> we'll be seeing a lot of them, lots of, of 
interesting players. I mean, Lucio's card looks fantastic. Sense Brazilian centre back from Syria. Ah, you've got Yaya Torres, is the one I really want to get my hands on. Anyone in particular standing out for you? Um, Macherasso, the centre, the centre midfielder from Syria. Javier Macherano. Yeah, um, I think he, just look at those stats. You know, all eighties for a base card. That would be absolutely beautiful to have. Um, only because of my age. I'd quite like to try out Jean-Pierre Papin, do you know? Um, I, I grew up with him, you know, beautiful wee player. I'd, li- I'd like to try him, but I don't think he'll fit the meta. Um, but I could be wrong. Um, yeah, they're the ones. And then you just look at like Abide Pele will be a great card this year again. Um, then Italy would be great. But yeah, for me, I'd like, um, I can't pronounce his name properly, but you've got it, Machizio. That's the one I'd like. Javier Mascherano. Thank you. It's, it's why I'm... I, I, no, 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 no. Go across the central midfield. Oh. It's, it's, uh, ah, Marquisio. Yes, thank you. Sorry, Dan. Sorry. Uh, I apologise. Yeah, I think he's the card I would want the most. Yeah, Hullet Gang. I like the look of that. And, and I, I really like the heroes. I think the good thing is, is that... Very few of these heroes have been made totally unusable, especially in the opening weeks of the game. The key oh, will just be their drop rate. Yeah, I got Cole last year. I got Joe Cole last year um, for my hero with the pre-order pack, and I played him for ages, partially because I was first owners, but he just did such a good job. Yep, very much agreed. Um, so rolling on. They've, uh, again, they've sort of touted the fact they'll be World Cup heroes, but they've also changed icons as well. And they've kind of made them in line with what we saw with heroes. So you'll still get base, mid and prime icons. However, they've now said that icons will get boosts during certain promos. So much like hero cards we saw last year with the likes of Ginola, in a specific promo, they might get a boost. And I think they've said that it will start with the World Cup as well. So you might get a special World Cup version of R9 that's even better or a special world cup version of Cannavaro. And suddenly they'll make these top versions of the cards, some of the best cards in the game. And that's the reasoning behind it. They've re- they've admitted that the best players in football history have suddenly not been the best players in the game and they want to change that. So again, I just think that's a, a universal thumbs up. Yeah. I think it's a win-win. The one we all said there were probably too many icons and some of those icons should be heroes. And they've done that now with a few cars like Okocha. And some of the heroes, some of the icons we've obviously said aren't really usable. So I think to try and address that, this right to, 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 to boost these cards a lot better. So looking forward to trying to get one. Didn't pack one last year. I certainly did loads of SBCs. And again, they've already said icon swaps will be back and icon SBCs will be back. So. Yeah, very much like that. Uh, we move on to FIFA points. And they've just tweaked the options for your buying of them. Uh, they've taken out certain tiers. They've, they've said that they've taken out some of the least popular tiers hmm. and replaced them. Now, price-wise, John, it doesn't look terribly different. There might be a dollar, maybe at the top end, maybe. But the, the lower levels seem to be roughly the same. The key difference is that they've got rid of the the old-fashioned 40-pound or 40-euro pack, which was for the 4,600 FIFA points, 
that used to cost you £40, that is option is now gone. So now your only options to go from a 25, again, they've quoted in Euro, um, dollars here, a $25 pack of 2,800 FIFA points. Then you have to jump all the way up to €50, Euro, uh, $50 for 5,900 FIFA points. Yeah. And then you've still got the $100, 12000 Anything to say about this? I've seen a few people complaining because you know it's suddenly it, it mentally feels like a big jump to go up to that fifty dollar yeah, yeah level. I, I think it is personally i don't understand why they've had to take some of them off um even like the 750 fifa point one is gone do you know um i just don't understand why some of that's gone out, out the game fully because you know even now you can't get a 750 you can go a 500 and a 100 you can do that twice but you can't even get a 500 and 250. I'm not quite sure, you know, so some of it, I think it's just about getting you to spend that a little bit more. Like you said, 1,600, fine. Then you jump to 28, 5,900, 12,000, which has always been there. It just seems a bit of a bigger jump. So for those people that put FIFA points on at the top end, they'll just be getting more FIFA points, but paying more for it. They'll still blitz those coins very quickly. So I just think it's a bigger revenue stream for the EA. Yeah, I, I yeah, it's one of the it's psychological pricing, isn't it? It's the whole reason why you see something for ninety nine p instead of a pound. Um, it's Still just fifty nine hundred FIFA points, forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, you're basically fifty dollars. It's a lot of dollars to spend at one time. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And the only other thing to mention in terms of the uh, the pitch notes is again they've mentioned that those of you who earned the preseason rewards in the FIFA 22 promo they'll be granted by October the 13th. So don't expect those the first day you log on to the game. But see, and I think we should though, Dan. That's I, my, I think so too. That's my negativity coming out there. But I think you've earned them. We're all in the game early. I've paid your. Even if it's the day the game releases officially, you know, I bought the ultimate to get it early, but even if it means I have to wait till official world launch day, I think you should be giving your packs then because you've earned them. So why hold yep. on? No, I agree. Uh, but there we go. That's uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles. So that is the pitch notes from opening release. So let's get into the game itself, John. And one of the biggest grumbles that I have seen so far and again, this touches on what we talked about in the trading show. And, you know, we asterisk things very carefully by saying, you know, we're not sure how things work. The advanced SBCs, which were traditional big money makers because they gave you tradable packs, they are now untradable. So you can, they are now money sinks because anything you put in, if it is tradable, you are not getting a penny back in value. Yes, you're getting value in terms of you might pull a fantastic player you might get players you can use for other SBCs, but suddenly these SBCs are not going to make you any actual coins. And for me, it's just a disgusting is too far a word is too strong a word, but it's just so needlessly. It's just disappointing. Yeah. There's no getting away from it. I don't know what other words you want me to say, Dan. I just think... Well, we are a family friendly show, yeah. so um... I'll probably leave it. Leave it realistically, <laughs> most people do it in the fact that you open a pack to hopefully improve your squad rather than you pack somebody to sell. I think they're going down that road, do you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's frustrating. Well, look, we've seen this we've seen this tactic before. Um, for those of you like myself that have 
you know, were avid league SBC doers. We've seen that happen uh, with them taking away tradable rewards from a lot of those packs. And this is just, they're just further stifling, uh, you know, your ability to make money on the market. And it's, you know, it's, as I said, it's just disappointing. So beware. And again, myself and Shaq were talking about not pouring a lot of coins early on into these SBCs. And this only reaffirms it. This only makes it stronger that there is far less need to rush in and do these packs, especially now, especially now, because again, anything you pack, you can't use. So I, I would very much say go through the basics do some of these advanced ones if you've got the untradable fodder but please don't uh, spend any hard won early coins really fighting to get these especially until we get to nearer actual gameplay time where packing a a decent player might benefit you because you can have Messi, Ronaldo and Neymar right now untradable and they're not going to do you a lot of good because you can't play for a week yeah exactly so I can't even complete the foundations one SBC yet. Um, that's all my welcome backpacks and, you know, first exchange, single nation chemistry, but just with the new chemistry styles, I can't complete them yet. So there's no rush. I'll just work away, see what I get. Yeah. And this was the next point I was going to bring up in that these foundation SBCs are really have immediately highlighted the limitations and the frustrations of this new chemistry system because for example the end of the foundations one SBC requires two players from the same club and one full chemistry point now ordinarily in times gone by you would just put you know two players from any particular club and you would you know they still get some chemistry even if they're out of position yep not the case this time you get zero chem if your player is out of position and the key thing about this system is that if that player is played out of position, they no longer generate any chemistry for anyone else. So this SBC needs a centre-back and a centre-midfielder. If you've got a centre, say you've got a Liverpool centre-back, great. And then you've only got like a Liverpool left winger. Tough luck. Because that left winger will get zero chemistry if you put him in centre-midfield. And therefore, your centre-back doesn't generate chemistry doesn't get a chemistry boost so you don't tick off the achievement so immediately this is forcing you to find two players in exactly that position or pay for a position modifier yeah well right now so the example i would use single league chemistry one league three commons one total chemistry point i have two people both english both in the same league both in the right place but i do not have a left-sided midfielder to go with it and of course, because everybody knows you need a left-sided midfielder and it's bronze, you're over a thousand coins. Exactly. And I think that I suppose the one nice thing is that position modifiers are not too expensive at the moment. We were theorizing in the build-up how expensive, how common they would be. They seem to be pretty plentiful because they're going at the moment for around about 12, 1300 coins. So they're not breaking the bank to get. So if you do have a player that can change positions, it will not cost you too much. So it does look like we're we're not going to see a massive run on them and they won't, you know, rise up to 5K as some people had feared. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, like I said, I think I've packed three modifiers so far out of my packs. Used one to complete an SBC, sitting with two. So yeah, I think they will not, like you said, Dan, and uh Trade in one, I don't think they'll they'll be that expensive. 
Yeah, which is which is very good for team building because there was nothing more frustrating last year than needing that one position modifier you didn't have. In theory, already I've like I've got a Dutch team, and I've got a right wing back, but I get no chemistry from him. So it's like I need to use one position change to make him a right back already. Obviously, I won't because we're not playing games. But you're like, I think you will use them fast all the time. I think we'll just burn through them every time you get a new player, make a tweak to your squad. I guarantee you'll be looking at a position change. Yeah, agreed. Uh, otherwise, not an awful lot to report on so far in terms of new content and new features. Uh, there's not very much I can see, John, in terms of differences, to be honest. No, it's. I think for everybody, it's the chemistry, getting used to the chemistry and trying to figure out, or certainly for me, what is the difference between currently 24 chemistry and 33 chemistry. What's the benefit? What's the difference? What's what's the crux of that? Yeah, very much agree. And it's going to take me a long time to get my head around it. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we have had the database uh, out and you can go to Footbin to find out all the players there. We have had the first team of the week. We already mentioned Traore being, Hermari Traore, sorry, being the first featured team of the week player. A few standout names from Team of the Week 1 as well, that are going to be very much hunted down. I think, John, you've got Kevin De Bruyne, who's got a 92-rated card. You've got Valverde from Real Madrid. Yes. He's got an 86-rated right-wing card. And there's, an no, and there's no position change on that. Is there not? No. Ah, interesting. Uh, Hyunmin Son, as much many predicted, he's got a 90-rated card as well. Uh, and Shiro Mobley has got a really nice looking 87 card as well. Yes, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say not to try him this year. He's been good in previous years, at, certainly at the start. Yep, agreed. No uh, no silver team of the week, it should be said as well. Well, the pitch notes have confirmed that uh, Silver Stars will be making a return from week two as well. So again, if you want to start putting together a silver team, uh, just keep that in mind. If you do get a really nice silver that you think might fit a, a nice team, it might be worth holding on to them for the time being. So, And again, lots of really nice looking cards. It's so difficult though, John, because none of us have got our hands on the game. So we're not really sure what players are better at the moment. No, exactly. We've all got ideas, you know, um, like we say, my left back, uh, the Man United Dutch left back, people were putting him in a lot of starter squads. So in theory, you're thinking, oh, he looks good, but he might end up playing really badly. You know, we all, like we said in one of the previous pods, I think it was actually a trading pod, in previous years, Kempembe was just solid. Last year, he was a god. And you, nobody knew that until he was played with. And exactly. Then, and then suddenly you're like, oh, don't sleep on this one. So, and agreed. And that's why I, I'm a bit reluctant for us to suddenly you know, start talking about, well, this player looks great and underrated and underpriced. Again, the market is all over the place for the time being. So it's very difficult, very, very difficult indeed to judge, you know, who looks a good player. I, what I would say is if you are packing a team of the week player that is just looking completely non-meta, so Lefi, a good example, an 81 rated French team of the week, Shaq's approach was, I like to hold on to them because they will rise. And that is certainly one approach to it. But if you've got any inclination to start flipping, I would just take the guaranteed discount price and run with it. If you're not going to be doing trading and flipping, again, hold on to it because they will rise from their uh, from their price at the moment. Yeah, I think some things like that. They're just Everybody needs a team of the week. 
at some stage. So, yeah, I wouldn't get rid of them if they're not very good. I think one tip was possibly um, quick sell, take the coins, invest them somewhere else, and then buy back. But that's not for everybody. Yeah, exactly. I mean, these players are going for, some of these team of the weeks are going for discard as well. So, again, it's not... It's, again, they're just not worth. It, it, they're just not worth holding on to unless you're prepared to wait a couple of weeks at least for it. If I, I think you anybody will be able to turn that 10k into at least 20k, which will be the price they'll the, the duds of the group. I think will rise to in the next couple of weeks. It might be a slightly different case if you've got you know someone like a Saliba players on the borderline who might be a bit meta. But yeah, that would be my advice for the first couple. Uh, but anything else, John, that stood out to you from, you know, again, we've we've pretty much hopped straight on to do this show, but anything that stood out to you? Uh, no, just the fact that six days before we can play the game, so six days of just having the companion app and the web app and not really having much to do within the app just feels a little bit underwhelming for a start. Um, that's it. It's really excited to get going. But I've come to a halt already. Yes, and I think that is the thing. I think to everybody, please enjoy tonight. If you, you know, we gave, we've mentioned the show a lot, and it's. I, I promise you, we're not being, you know, trying to push this on anybody. But we went into great detail over an hour on all the various techniques. And what I will say is that most of the stuff we've talked about is still valid based on what we've seen so far. Although I've, again, mentioned things like the, the differences with hybrid nations and these advanced SBCs, they're not as valuable as we thought going into this, which is a real shame. But everything else kind of still applies. Again, with things like cosmetics, I know we touched on, if you have packed, you know, good good pa- uh, good badges, good kits, for example, maybe good cosmetic items, they're probably not going to sell in these first couple of weeks because, no, as John said, no one's playing the game. So no one needs their stadium to look nice. No one needs their kit to look nice. So, again, I would just hold on to those because they'll rise in value as people actually start, you know, what, you know, trying to get their team to look a certain way. So, uh, yeah, just be patient on that front. But really, I think that's just about everything. I mean, as always, if you want to get yourself better and you're panicking about, I've not got enough coins, I've, I'm struggling here, just hold off. There's a long, long way to go in this game. And also, if you want to get better, book in with the guys at footcoaching.com because they will be more valuable than any amount of coins you can get in these first couple of nights. John and the guys I know have been hard at work trying to get as much information as they can, experience from the beta and things like that. So they're going to be well-placed once the game launches to get you into the right frame of mind. So footcoaching.com for that. As mentioned, patreon.com forward slash foot in review if you want to get access to that trading show and lots of other goodies, including Discord access. You can sign up there and the different tiers will get you different kinds of rewards. But John, anything else from your end to add before we ride off into the sunset? No, just enjoy it. Get yourself in, get your club started and and see where it takes you guys. Enjoy the FIFA 23. Yeah, and look, I'm sure there are things that we have not got into today. There are lots of bits and bobs that will be sort of coming out over the next 48 hours or so. And that is the beauty of Foot in Review. We are tri-weekly at our peak. We go three times a week. And I know we've got a show coming up on Friday. Other John, head of Foot Coaching John, will be hosting for that. So he'll have his thoughts on the initial days of the game. The market will have settled down a lot by then. 
we'll be getting kind of a better idea of what's valuable, what's not, how people are kind of approaching this, uh, you know, what do they call it in, in World War Two before there was the, the phony war, wasn't it? Or anything <laughs> kind of, and that's what we, we're kind of in now. We're in, we're in the phony, the phony launch where <laughs> the game's out, but it's not really out. Yeah, that is that. Indeed. Right. So without further ado, again, hope everyone is having fun out there. Don't stress out too much. Enjoy yourselves. And we will be back on Friday. John, where can people find you on social media? Um, on Twitter at Talking Foot or in the Discord at Talking Foot. Yeah. And I am on Twitter at Wimby. And you can find me in the Discord at Wimby. Uh, oh, what, I'm just going to like break, not breaking news. It didn't break. But just your, your very quick thoughts, John, on the fact that Ted Lasso will be a manager card in the game. I will have to be honest and say I haven't even seen the programme yet. So, um, but from what I can gather, it's very funny. It's on my, my watch list. And you know what? It's only the manager. So, yeah, I, I've not got any objections or concerns about that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was going to say exactly the same thing. I've not seen the show, so I can't really comment on it. But yeah, Ted Lasso will be a manager card that you can get uh, and his team will be in the other game modes, but thankfully not uh, creeping over into foot. Although they have said cosmetics and things like that might well are going to appear as SBCs and objectives. So if you are a Ted Lasso fan out there, then you will be happy tonight. But let's let's wrap this up. Let's get on. We've, we've, we've got... Uh, well, I say we've got lots to do on the way back, but we don't, really don't at the moment. <laughs> yeah, we could try. Yeah. We could try. But one thing left to do, John. Got to drop it. We are going to drop it. Drop it. F-U. 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 F-U.